This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned, Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. This is the Ruskin and Sack Podcast, brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. Off we go here for another week. Only 15 shows till Christmas, kids. 15 shows, that's it. And that's all I really care about, you know, all this countdown stuff. we got to fill 15 more of these before there's a football game to talk about. And even that is a marginal football game at best. So It's a football game, man. It's a football game. There will with, be people with, running into each other. It's a football game. It's it a, counts. It's a football game that better have sportsmanship timing rules in the fourth quarter. That's, oh, uh, okay. You're already calling for the blowout. I like it. Better be. Better right. be. Better be. I learned something very important a short while ago here as we uh, get ready to bring you Ruskin and Zach on What's ESPN that? Arkansas. Uh, if you turn off your comments on social media, DQ, mm-hmm. what does that mean? That means you're guilty. Uh, there oh. it is. It alleges oh, what do you guilt. got? Have you seen the Michael Orr story? No. Oh, oh my God. Hold on, oh, Zach. Zach. Let get me ready. send it well, to you. I, I've been a little busy today, so I yeah, I did I haven't had a chance to really pick my head up. What what did I miss? Oh man. Uh, 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 real quick, can you turn your radio down there? Um, I would love to, but I don't know how it works. All right, fantastic. I think can I we, can unplug it. Can though. we get someone there to turn the radio down where Zach is? Hold on. Thank hang you. Hang on. I think that I, as I move towards the speaker, oh, there are plugs here in the back. Um, <laughs> better? I think so. Yes, I unplugged that's it. it. Yeah, that's it. Yes. That's it. There is, there is, I have ripped the speaker wire out of the speaker, so Perfect. yes, I think we're good. The destruction. That's one way to fix it. All right. Michael Orr. Uh-huh. In court documents today in Tennessee, alleges he was never actually adopted by the Tuies. It was all a sham so they could get his money. Okay, hold on. Yes. Back up. Okay. All right, so Michael Orr, formerly of the Baltimore Ravens, uh, world champion, I believe. Um, Correct. Uh, subject of the blind side, uh, who was in the movie adopted by the Tuies. Correct. Uh, says that he was not adopt- adopted, and they were just doing it to get his money. Right. They never actually adopted him. It was instead they made him sign over one of these conservatorships so uh. that they control everything, and he controls nothing. Okay, couple of questions. Yes. Uh, one, why now? And um, two, how did the people who made the movie not fact check this? Because this story was so good, who wants to uh, who wants to fact check a Look, good story, right? Rudy was based on actual <laughs> events, so you're telling me that the Blind Side was based on actual events? Yes, based loosely based, apparently loosely based. Well, on so okay. there are a couple reasons why this is like just happening. Okay, uh, so he didn't retire until 2016, mm-hmm. so he didn't really have time to figure out why he wasn't making any money off of the Blind Side. Until 2016. And apparently he just found out this year that he was not adopted. <laughs> wow, that wow. sucks. Wow. He always wow. knew he wasn't. <laughs> so he always knew he wasn't making money from the blind side. And he he knew everyone else was. So that was like damaging in the family relationship. But then uh-huh. he figures out they never adopted him. They just kind of told him that him signing over like his name and have them having like conservativeship over him. They told him that was the same thing as adoption. Okay, question. Uh, because I, this, this legalese is going to trip me up at some point. This has nothing to do with his NFL money, correct? 
No. It just has to do with the movie The Blind Side. The Blind Side, yeah. Okay, so he got a quarter share when he should have been getting a full share of The Blind Side revenue. I or, don't know if he got any. Yeah. Really? He so got what a big is, fat zero? What ESPN is making oh. it sound like is he made nothing. So the two the four twoies made a flat rate at first of like $200,000 and then mm-hmm. 2.5% profit. Yeah, on they got 2.5% on the back end. Plus two hundred and twenty-five grand, according Michael, to. We're gonna rip you off, Michael. <laughs> Michael, <laughs> really? Get in his car, Michael. We're gonna take all your wow. money. Wow. <laughs> no, I, I had not Is, seen this. I had now, not seen this. Am today. I a cynical person for yes. saying oh, that? Sorry. Well, am I a cynical person for thinking that after knowing what these people do and how they were presented in the movie? That I find this a totally believable story that they would well, rip him off. You're ta- you're just you're talking about stage parents in a different way. It's you know it's the it's the parents who had the the child prodigy who was a, a movie star took all their money and then and then left them. Wow. Do, yeah. do we know what the two point five percent came out to? Well, hold on. Somewhere in here it says um, I was just you know the, if it's like the, if it's like fifty thousand dollars then that's, the film that's not. the film earned more than three hundred million dollars. Oh, that's going to be a large chunk of change. So they right get two and a half percent of that, and Holy. God help us, we're not doing math again. But that's a lot of that, good lord. That's it's a lot, a lot of, money. of money. Good it's lord, that's a lot that of money. He never saw the the two. He's made seventy five mil off of it. Seven and a half million. Seventy five. Seventy five million. Okay. All of them are. No, 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 no. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, God. It's, Here we go again. No, 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 no. I got this. I got this. I got this. I didn't put a, a zero in there. No, I actually Wait. did some math over the weekend. It's seven. It's seven. Seven point five million dollars. You're right. Each. Sorry. I, yeah. Seven point five million dollars. And each. Um, each. It says that the twoies and the two children, one of whom used to work here, SJ, yes. uh, they each got uh, two hundred twenty-five grand plus seven and a half uh, million. That's not, bad, that's not bad work for uh, for uh, a fake story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Did anyone else think, and when you first saw that movie, that Collins and Michael were going to make out at some point, and that was going to be like the big, uh, the big? To be honest with you, that movie. never, uh, didn't that never. Now nah. they were looking at each other, and I thought there might be a thing there at some no, point. Never that, that never really. Uh, no. I mean, she's not actually his sister, so I mean, it could have been. And, and it turns out there's no legal. Legally no. binding thing at all between no, these no, people. No, 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 that that never crossed my mind. Yeah. But I huh. just just knowing Ole Miss, rich, they come from this world. I can totally see them taking this guy for a ride. It just it tracks. I've placed him, and and the ultimate admission of guilt, DQ, which is. The comments are turned off. The comments are turned off on their Instagram page. Yeah, today. that'll uh, that's it's not a great look. Hey, turning your comments off, I think that should be put into your Miranda rights. You have the right to remain now, silent and turn your comments off. This is a now that's like a yellow alert. I would say a red alert is when you totally deactivate the that, account. That's yes, true. Okay. you go and you deactivate. Which, you're you're in trouble. Yeah, and they have a foundation too, right. of that they're using. Michael Orr's story to like basically mm. continue to make profit. They're continuing to raise of- money for charity using the story that in, isn't real. In certain circles, uh, foundations are simply money laundering operations. Just saying. I see. Uh, Snitch is texted on the <laughs> McClarty Daniel hotline. <laughs> he says that uh, as it pertains to this show, we need to choose us over math. I chose you over math. <laughs> I chose TQ. I'm choosing you over math. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Cool. Wow. Wow. 
So that yeah, is there, there are foundations out there that are strictly money laundering operations. So you can uh, you can read into that what you will. Yeah, this is um. No, oh, look, there it is. Yeah. Wow. It's, this is going to be one of those stories that's on all the morning news shows tomorrow. Like today, oh, yeah. Good Morning America, they're all going to uh, take their uh, take their run at this deal. So that's uh, that's happening today. And we're all over it here on Russ huh. Contact. I don't know yeah. how much they got from the book. You know, the book came out before the movie. And then they, uh, you know, they optioned the book right. and got the uh, rights and made the movie and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, Michael, we're going to take all your money, Michael. <laughs> Yeah, at some point it's going to be if it was the blind side, um, and they'll uh, they'll sell a book on on the fleecing. Oh, that's bad. Also, that's, that's not great. Also, is Leanne Tui famous enough to run her own social media, or does she have a person do that? No, she I'm, runs her own. I'm trying to see who got fed up with all of the dinging that they shut off the comments. I think she, it's her. I uh, yeah, I, I think might. she probably she runs probably her does. own. I well, also have read before though that. Uh, like Michael Orr has never liked how he was depicted in the movie. Like they depicted him to be, you know, like completely incompetent and stupid. Right. Which was like kind of not the case. That's a Tuesday for us. So I knew that he had always <laughs> disliked that about the movie in general. And then, you know, he finds out that he didn't, he wasn't adopted. He didn't like that. And or he didn't like the fact that he made zero dollars off of yeah. this. Uh, this no, I can totally get that. You get zero dollars off of something. I I totally totally get that. He made zero dollars yeah. off his life story, according to court documents. Wow. Sure. All right. How famous do you have to be to run your own social media? That's what I want to know. Like mm. Joanna Gaines does not run her own social media. No. But Leanne Tui probably does. She's not super famous. She's she's on the periphery of fame. I think. I don't know. All right. These are the things that interest me. Do you need a reliable roofing company that you can call at a moment's notice? United Roofing and Waterproofing is the answer to your issue. Joey Vivano and his team service commercial, residential, and industrial roofs. Consultations are always free, and you can schedule them online at unitedrw.com. Call Joey at 479-312-7369. That's 312-7369. You can also check out United Roofing and Waterproofing on Facebook and Instagram. Bet Online is your number one source for all of your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right on your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign in today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BLEAV, that's B L E A V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. We, we got to get well, this out of the way. Well, yeah, well, before, after oh, we get to this. I'm, I'm stunned by this. Stunned. The, depending on which service you subscribe to. This is a consensus top five player, and in some circles, the number one player in the country in football. High school football player at a Lee Summit, Missouri. Williams Winery just committed to Missouri. Uh, there it is. Just committed to Missouri. The, the offer list, the, he chose Missouri over Georgia, Oklahoma, Oregon, Tennessee. Wow. Staying close to home. Yeah, he is. Staying close to home. Well, that's huge. Yeah, that's a now he's I mean he's a little slight to play uh inside. He's 6'5", 250. But what's interesting is like Georgia, 17 defensive linemen on the roster. Oklahoma 17. Oregon's got 20. Tennessee has 18. Missouri, 9. He makes 10. Wow. 
10, huh? Well, until yeah. uh, you know, until he sacks a, a Razorback quarterback 14 times in a game, uh, no one from this state is ever going to res- put any respect on the name of Mizzou football. That's just the way that the, the, we have established how this relationship's going to work. After all these years, it's not changing. It's uh, I think Chuck is the best uh, way to uh, had the best synopsis. Arkansas fans think they're better than Missouri, and Missouri fans think they're better than Arkansas, and then thus we have this um. This standoff at the 48th parallel. You know? That's what it's like. Okay. All right. That's kind of what it's like. I mean, it's it's one... It, it is a uh, it's a significant uh, development. But, I mean, this doesn't open the threshold for the floodgates for Missouri to get, you know, a top No, it probably right doesn't. But that's a... I mean, that's a... I, they beat some people to get him. So, some quality teams. Here, here's my favorite uh, text from Heisenberg. Three words, Doriel Green-Beckham. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah he, could, Gre- he couldn't play, though. Do- no, Dor- Doriel Green-Beckham was on a two-time East winner, caught 87 passes for 1,300 yards in his career. Mm-hmm. You know, say what you want. It's just, I mean, the fact that, you know, that, that he, they beat Georgia and they beat Tennessee and they beat some, some you know, top 10 schools, Well, that's, I mean, that's something. It's it's not nothing. Well, for, if you want to say Doriel Green Beckham, let me count. Uh, or if someone wants to say that, let me counter with this: um, um, the, the guy uh, South Carolina, Jadavion Clowney. Okay, in-state, all everything guy, picked the non-traditional route, hmm. had a Hall of Fame career in college. <laughs> yeah, he did. So yeah, he I did. mean, the it could the point is it could cut both ways. You can be the top guy and still be an incredible stud, even if you don't go to a "Quote unquote traditional power like uh, like Clowney did, or you can uh, you know burn out the other way and uh, and be the top guy in your state and not produce all that much. Yeah, we, we also don't know what his situation. Is. Maybe he grew up a Mizzou fan. This is his dream school. This is what he's always wanted. Uh, we we don't know. And you know, the, and look, he's the the number three player. I'd say the the odds are in his favor that he will have a successful college career. But you don't know how it's going to turn out. You have absolutely no idea. No, we don't know. But anything. for Missouri. This is a huge get for multiple reasons. You know, we talk about when Musselman gets a you know a high ranked uh, recruit. Well, it's it's cash, it's it's draft capital, it's it's recruiting capital. That's all this is for Missouri. It's okay. We just got one five star. Five stars will come here. Now you have to if you're Eli. I only can go five and seven this year. You gotta you, you gotta win. This you you've done you've completed part of the job. Congratulations! But the more important part of the job mm. because people will forget all the recruiting you've done if you lose embarrassingly during the season. That's right. how that's how the game works. Yeah, Sauce Fossa points out that uh, he didn't have an Arkansas offer, so he's not that good. Interesting. <laughs> you, you wouldn't offer. There's got to be. I'm I, I'm sure I'm, the recruitniks have all of the excuses lined up. Why you wouldn't. Uh, offer a kid who live who grows lives about what two hours from here. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and three hours from here. It. He sure. was. It, you know, I, I, neighbors told me this. Like most people, what they do is you'll you'll send out mailers, and you send out mailers when they're you know I I don't know the rules, but you know freshman sophomore whatever, and you can pretty much if they if they respond to you at least there's interest. If you never hear from them, you know you just cut bait and move. You move on to the next one. Right. Um, and that's kind of, you know, I'm sure that they reached out. This is a top five player. Yes, you reach out who's, you know, a regional target. They probably didn't show enough interest. Arkansas moved on. You're yeah. not going to waste time on a guy that doesn't have interest in you. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's what it was. Maybe that's what they would uh, 
they would offer up if asked about this uh, situation. Yeah, but just, uh, you, you never know. But Eli is um, doing the thing that Arkansas. He's threatening to uh, do the thing that Arkansas people hate, which is be from here but have success somewhere else. They don't like that. Ask Gus Malzahn. They do not like that. And he <laughs> is on the doorstep of maybe doing that at uh, at Missouri he, here. You know, and and he makes he makes you uncomfortable because he keeps winning, yeah. and and that's you know he's. I mean, he's he has carved out a nice little niche there. Now, it's not going to keep them. I'm, I'm sitting here looking at their recruits right now. Um, they've got a five and a four star, but the rest of the class but, is threes and twos. Right, right. Arkansas has so, got a better signing class. Oh, uh, without together question. Without, Arkansas is in the top 20. This is a top 50 class. Also, uh, Sam Pittman's 19 and 17 here. Mm-hmm. Eli is 17 and 19 there. But head so, to head. It's, uh, what is it? One and one? One and two? One and two. One and two. Yeah. Yeah. Beat or, them here. Or, or two and one if uh, if you're on the Missouri side. Well, true. I mean, they've lost to them twice in Como and uh, lost to them or beat them here, lost to them twice up there. Yeah. Still don't think they should have lost that first year, but that defense just ran out of gas. Yeah. That was the KJ game where it was back and forth. What was the final thing? Like 48-47. They converted the two-pointer that went through like three sets of hands. Just insane. 50-48. to 50-48. to 48, I know it was in the neighborhood. Got him. That's KJ's first start. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's got to he's got to uh, win to uh, stick around. I, 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 mean, I, I not I that he's so. in trouble now, but I mean, I mean, all these guys have to win. I mean, that's a stupid thing to say. But, but they've got. It's not just winning now. You've got to take a jump. You get a five star. Um, you know, you've got a, a decent recruiting class. You've got to make that jump, just, that leap forward. You have to figure out a way, and I think Sam's been able to do this. You have to figure out a way that even when things don't go well you still have some level of momentum arkansas still has momentum in spite of the fact that they went seven and six last year and uh and played in the liberty bowl like i still feel like they have momentum you know when you lose all the momentum it's almost impossible to get it back and that's when you start the slow march towards the end but i think there's a way whether it be uh you know spin from the from the uh you know football office or your propaganda arm or, or the media or whatever it is like there's a way that you can uh, keep the momentum going, and you don't have to win all your games. You know they've got to ha- they've got to win a big one. I, I you know the Texas game two years ago was a huge win, national TV, yep. the whole thing. Last year, you know you got close in a couple. Uh, was there a signature win last year? I I'm, I'm racking my brain here. I don't no, but think there was so. a signature loss. There was the, there there were the, it, and that's the thing I guess you got to avoid is you can't get upset. You can't lose to FIU in November. That can't happen. Um, you can't – I mean, you can't – the only team that's even a threat in your non-con is BYU, and you, you're not going to lose that one. You, you can't have any bad losses. you got to get one of the big boys. If you do that, you, you know, you hold your own in the non-con, get one of the, you know, get one of the marquee games on your schedule, you know, it's a successful year. And then you, you, know, you start dreaming and shooting for the stars and doing whatever. But, I mean, man, you've got to beat freaking Missouri. You can't let this albatross just hang around your neck. Yeah, they they gotta they gotta win this you game more than they beat lose it. Missouri. They they gotta win this game more than they lose it. Hey, uh, on the uh, on the SEC East, while while we still have an SEC East, I guess for mm-hmm. one more year, have you gotten any kind of um, vibe? Because I haven't on if Florida's gonna be good or not. I have no idea. Still, I don't know. I don't know if Florida's um, gonna be good or not. Talent, yes. Going in the right direction, I think that's TBD. I really do. I, they've got talent. Florida's always got talent. But they don't have a quarterback. They're going to go with Graham Mertz, who was the, the transfer. was Yeah, he was from Wisconsin. He's fine. 
but he's not going to take you from seven wins to nine wins. He's not going to take you from five wins to seven wins. He's not a he's not a difference maker. He's just a guy. And and at Florida to for in that part in that division with the teams they've got to play, man, you better be a difference maker. You better be really really good. And and he's just not. He's to use DQ's word, meh. That's it. Mid. Uh, yeah, he's mid. He's meh. Uh, he's he's medium ugly. He he's fine. <laughs> he he he'll beat the team. He's he'll beat the teams he's supposed to. He's going to lose to the teams that he's supposed to. Not a difference maker. Okay. Florida's got. I mean, Florida's got talent. I just don't know that uh, that they're good enough right now to to beat the top. You know, Tennessee. I think South Carolina's going to beat them. I think Tennessee's going to beat them. I think Florida's going to beat them. And if that happens, and you start snowballing losses, man, you're in trouble. Well, the worst thing that could happen that will just start the howling from before Labor Day is if they lose to Utah. Oh, Utah's going to kick and them that, all. Utah is going to bounce them all over the field. That very, game's, very that game's much in Salt Lake, yeah, isn't it? Very much in play. Yeah, yeah they're going to yeah. get bounced all over the field. Well, then they're going to start howling. They're going to start howling. Zero. Yeah. That's right. They are absolutely. That it's going to be a difficult situation to manage this for him or sound, anyone. For this will matter. sound crazy, but Utah's better than them at virtually every position, including quarterback. Cam Rising's be- way better than Greg. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And they are going to bounce them all over the field. They're going to physically manhandle Florida. And now, then what do you do? Now, the fun thing about this uh, this league is that if you screw it up, there's usually a chance to win it back. And two weeks later, they play Tennessee in the swamp. Yeah, they do. And, and Tennessee's going to beat them by 100. That's and what they, if they do, well, then they're going to keep howling. But, I mean, sure. if, they don't, if they won that game, then that would um, – It's a very dicey kickoff for their season. Utah, but, week one. Ugh, you, but, and you know how SEC fans, will, Florida fans in particular, will react to losing to Utah. Oh, man. Week one is the, is the most fun in a lot of ways. Oh, you get the massive overreaction. Oh, yeah. People had Kenny Trill Hill in oh, the Heisman yeah, race yeah, yeah. after he beat a mediocre – Steve Spurrier, South Carolina team on a Thursday night like a decade ago. And that uh, A&M team uh, did not do very well at all. No, no. Not even a decade ago. It was less than that. Mm-hmm. A decade ago would have been Manziel. Now, so when whatever. Brian Kelly loses opening night to Florida State, it is going to oh, be look just. At you. <sighs> look at you go. Look at that. Brian Kelly. Mm. I think that, he that... clouds your judgment a little bit. He does. really do. He does. Okay. We have a very, right. well, we have you, a very uh... you admit it. Uh, Derek and Fable is uh, Zach. He says Zach, I love you, and and sports and the sports talk you do. But you, but since you said that, Florida is going to win the East. No, sir. He's he's run opposite me ever since the pathway to seven wins. Derek, that's I, fair. I I'm not I'm not going to argue with I, you. That I, is absolutely fair. I am not. I am secure enough to admit I don't know a lot of things, but I know Florida is not winning the SEC East in its final year. That is no. not happening. No, not happening. No, not happening. I would be shocked I'll, if they finished third. I'll bet my car, your car, anybody's hey, 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 car. Hey. I mean, <laughs> bet DQ's car. DQ, get that light fixed. We're giving it away. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> At Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we specialize in getting you exactly what you want. Custom jewelry, professional repairs. We can even fix eyeglasses and other small trinkets. Now we offer services with a new laser engraving slash cutting machine. We can mark any shape or design you need. Company logos, fingerprints, religious symbols, even actual pictures can be engraved or just cut out into shape and preserved in metal forever. We can also engrave on other materials, glass, wood, plastic. Just ask. You can 
can get what you want without settling for less. We can take any design or picture and turn it into a forever keepsake. Come see Nathan and let him tell you all the details. You can get exactly what you want at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russellville. Poor jewelry! Are you feeling the heat this summer with soaring electric bills? Upgrade your AC system with Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric this August and experience the ultimate comfort in your home. This month, receive up to $500 off on attic insulation when you upgrade your AC. That's right, proper attic insulation can significantly reduce your energy bills, keeping your home cooler and more efficient. Worried about the cost? We've got you covered. With approved credit, enjoy payments as low as $99 a month. Picture this. Lower energy bills can help you cover the cost of your new system. Now that's a win-win situation. So don't wait. Call Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric now and save with a new AC system and insulation this August. Say goodbye to high electric bills and hello to ultimate comfort. Visit GoPascal.com now and schedule your free estimate. With approved credit, exclusions apply. See dealer for details. Professional people, professional service. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Are you any? Are you in the middle of nowhere in the state of Arkansas? If you're 15 minutes from a Walmart, if you're not 15 minutes from a Walmart, like if you're 45 minutes from a Walmart, you're in the middle of the sticks, right? Yeah. If you're okay. 30 minutes from a Dollar General, ooh, okay. the DG. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Because 30 minutes those, from the DG. there are more Dollar Generals in this the, in the state. I'm the, guessing the, the DG corollary. Okay, for thirty yeah, minutes we, away. We, we're, we're having that discussion. Like, are you lost if you're more than fifteen minutes from a Walmart? I had not considered the DG. Right. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Hmm. All right. So, um, I have uh, I have a couple things here. One, I think you'll love to talk about. One, I'm not so sure. Okay. All right. Which one do you want? Um. Uh, let's start with the uh, Let's start with the super positive because I'm feeling good about myself. Okay. Right now. Um. Did you see Trey Lance play football this weekend? Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, oh, man. oh my god! There have been a lot of busts in the NFL. I mean, you can talk about Ryan Leaf. You can talk about Jamarcus Russell. You can talk about busts in the NFL draft. Look, it is a crapshoot in the. T- but you moved heaven and earth to go get this guy. I mean, you moved uh, picks and all. You moved. All of your all of your loose change around can't play. to go. He can't. He cannot play. And can't and I, play. when when he was coming out, we had Dan Shanka on, and Dan was not sold on him because you remember he sat out the COVID year and he only played one game and it was against UCA. It was UCA. Yeah, it was against uh, it was against Central Arkansas, and even even in those years, he struggled, struggled mightily in those games. Is Trey Lance represented by Clutch Sports? You know, with uh, the with the uh, with the mindset of we'll hold him out and kind of keep the mystery going, so we can assure a high draft. I think place. if well, he this is before Carson Wentz went south too. He was oh, yeah. you know That's North right. Dakota State. That's its factory for quarterbacks. You know they're undervalued. This, that, and the other. And as it turns out, Trey Lance can't play football. No, no. Well, no. hold on. Let me back up. To this point in his career, he's proven that he that he's not up to playing the NFL but game. He, he can't use some young quarterbacks can hide behind, well, three coordinators in three years. The system's different. Mm-hmm. He's played for the no. same guy the he entire also plays, time. 
and he, he can't also get plays it. for one of the best play callers and quarterback coaches yes. in the world. He yes. is but Kyle Shanahan's one of the best in the world at what he does. Kyle Shanahan dragged Jimmy Garoppolo to a Super to a Bowl. Super for Bowl. God's sakes. I mean, seriously. Yes. yes. If so, you can't play there, you, you can't, can't play, play you anywhere. Can't play. You, you can't play. do it. You're not going to the Bucks and going to solve a problem. No, 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 no. But if now if I'm a team like Tampa Bay and I I will give them thirty five cents on the dollar for Trey Lance, I'd take a flyer on him just just on the off chance that maybe we can resurrect his career. But I'm not paying full boat because the 49ers, they they tried to unload him last year and they right. couldn't. I mean, he they're going to go with Brock Purdy. God, he they're got, going with Brock Purdy. He got passed on the depth chart. Very quickly by oh, yeah. Mr. Irrelevant. Yes, he <laughs> Mr. did. Mr. Irrelevant. Scott, is uh, he's opining whether or not the 49ers should go to the wishbone. Here we go. Well, yep. they do have McCaffrey back. <laughs> yeah, they I mean, do have McCaffrey back there. <laughs> He'd be a hell of a wishbone quarterback, wouldn't he? Now, Trey Would Lance he? is – Trey Lance, I think his time – and I, I would not be stunned. What, when did he get drafted? Three years ago? So this this would be his um, third season. He I'm had to look up he, his contract he broke up. He broke his ankle last year and was out. or He had an injury last year. And if this is year three, you cut him and you just move on. Yeah. He's doing you that. Just, he's still doing that thing that, like, even the most, you know, if you can be a pretty novice football fan and you can still tell when the quarterback is staring down the receivers, he's still doing that. Yeah. He's still doing that. He has uh, he has he's, one more year left on his uh, rookie He's dealer. also a CAA. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, he's a Tom Condon, Jimmy Sexton guy. Yeah, I'm looking so at it right here. He, he's not he's, clutch sports. He's not a. I mean, he is. He was underdeveloped in college. You know, I think he only played two years and then sat out. Sat out the COVID year, if I remember that right. But he's only played a couple of years at quarterback. He was a stretch at best, and the 49ers gave up a ton. They're never going to recoup recoup those picks. They're not going to get back they, what they lost. But they have somehow managed to still be. More than relevant in the, because uh, in the NFC. Kyle Shanahan can coach a quarterback, and yeah. he can make he can make a, a Brock Purdy get you to the the uh, NFC title game. You know, if and if he doesn't, you know, get injured in the title game, who knows? But Trey Lance is in a tough spot because you you've got a big contract, and look, you, you know, in any walk of business, you know this. When you start to make too much money and you're underperforming, the targets on your back, your time is limited. You're not going to be here much longer. And I think he's reached that point. I would I would not be stunned if they have a a functioning quarterback on that roster after Purdy if Trey Lance is gone. The number three pick in twenty twenty one, Trey Lance. And now yeah. here we are. Oof. I mean that was uh, that was not great. That was no, not it wasn't. great. And it is what uh, what I was watching uh, as maybe most people were on the NFL Network, and so they go to their uh, little uh, you know. NFL propaganda halftime studio show there. And uh, it's Mariucci, and forgive me, I cannot remember who the former player was that was there. But he's but he said something like, you know, uh, I've got a different take on this. This guy is a, it's not very good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like, Chaz, wow. says, Chaz says it's another prime example of general managers watching too much ESPN and listening to Kuiper and McShay. The measurables were there. But, Everything you would want yeah. is there. Plus, his but, his his college tape wasn't bad, but, but they didn't generally, ask a lot. Generally, Lynch has done a pretty good job. Though. Yeah, they have, but they didn't ask the pertinent question, which is, okay, who has he played? Because uh, Derek, uh, if if Trey Lance goes out and plays against you and me, he's going to look good. Uh, but if he goes out and he plays a true Division One defense, 
he's probably going to struggle. And, and you would have seen signs of it. You would have at least known what you were getting into. But to, to sell out, to give up everything and go get him because you were afraid that, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo was, was you know, he was, he was crystal at best and that, you, you know, he was going to get hurt and all these things. Just they reached on him and they failed. And this is one of the biggest busts. If you take into account everything that they had to give up, plus his draft spot, it's one of the biggest busts in NFL history. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, you, can talk, you can talk about Leaf. Leaf was the number two overall pick. Chargers had the pick. They didn't give up anything to get him. They had to take him. Fine. Jamarcus Russell, you can say the Raiders misevaluated him, but they didn't give up anything to get him. Right. You know, they had the number one pick. This is different. They gave up a boatload. Moved up to go get him because they thought this was the guy who was going to put them over the top. And, and then, man, he just he and, cannot play football and at the, the guy NFL they level right now. Last was the guy. Yeah, yeah. Brock. <laughs> well, Brock Purdy fits their system a little bit better. This is a guy that's not. He's not a deep ball thrower. Throw it underneath. Run after the catch. Able to move around a little bit. Commands the offense. That's all they're looking for. They, like you said, they got. They went to the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, they don't need a, a quote-unquote franchise quarterback. You don't need Rafa back there. You just need a guy who's not going to put it in the ditch. Get it to McCaffrey. Get it to Samuel. Get it to, uh, what's his name, George Kittle. And, and just don't do, don't do boneheaded things. Yeah. Yeah. All right, this is your drive home on Ruskin and Zach, powered by Mr. Sparky. Yeah, Kevin and Lake Hamilton, he did play in that one game in 2020. Well, he started a game they won, yeah. but he wasn't great in it. And, yeah. you know, maybe if you think he's he's got some – I mean, he's obviously got athletic ability. You know, he's got a strong arm. All of that is there. What's broken with him is in between his ears. Yeah. He's just not been yeah. coached very well. And you would think in year three under Kyle Shanahan, they would be a whole lot better, or he'd be a lot further along. He just isn't. Now, here is a, another person who had plenty of the sports spotlight today before this Michael Orr story dropped and, uh, you know, threw the twoies under the bus for uh, – uh, DQ, can you check on something real quick? Are their comments still turned off? Because again, I, d- I looked a little bit ago and they were okay. Some D- of them have, or one of them has the comments turned off on just like the first post that you click on, like the newest post, mm-hmm. which is a rookie move. But the comments are still <laughs> turned oh, wow. off. Rookie wow, wow, coining it a rookie but, like, move. Leanne Tui's entire Instagram is her comments are turned off. And if you have missed this today, um. Michael Orr in court documents. I'm sorry, who? Michael Orr. There uh, it is. Thank you. Says the blind side was a total like joke. Like like this now to me is the most fraudulent football story of our times. Your guy um uh, is off the hook. <laughs> uh, your your guy uh, um uh, uh, Manti Teo is off the hook now. This is a much bigger fraud perpetrated on the American public than uh, than the Manti Teo story. The Manti yeah, Teo well, yeah. story ultimately well, affected one person. One guy. It affected one person. I mean, um, uh, the, that movie made $300 million at the box office. Are, are you suggesting that we class action this and get our money back? Well, he should get his money first. Because we know somebody, and what's more American than suing people? That's right. Get her on the phone. We might uh, have a <laughs> Jack, hey! have a, uh, a free consultation. We're going to sue Sandra Bullock. <laughs> what's well, not Sandra Bullock's fault? She, fault. she got duped, too. It's uh, it's the Look, we want to sue the uh the Tuies. That's the right. answer. That is the okay. answer. Okay, all right. Get some I'm of that down. Taco Bell money. I mean, come uh, on. Taco Bell. Money. <laughs> what? That's what he did, right? Yeah. Well, something like that. Does he I, run all the flat the fast food places? I, it's your, Yum your brands bread. or whatever it is. You are barking up the wrong tree oh. with that one. I have no idea. All right. But I want my money back. Yeah. 
that five fifty I spent on a movie ticket. Yeah. Anyway, five fifty. When did you go in nineteen seventy six? It was the first number that popped into my head. Oh my Our God. tickets not five fifty anymore. No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. But the other guy in the news today, James Harden. Yeah. <laughs> Using the nuclear option, or as some would like to say, the nuclear option, to. Um, Get out of Philadelphia because they're not moving him. And um, I don't know. Like, I'm going to have to have a young. I, this has to be a, a young person thing. I don't know anybody that likes him. Like, James Harden? No fans. Like, like Who is like, oh, I'm a big James Harden fan? Strippers in Houston. <laughs> well, besides them. Like, like people who watch sports. Like, no one likes it. He's on, like, that Dwight Howard, like, Tracy McGrady plan. Where you just you have talent, but you just keep going around and around. You can't get out of your own way and get any kind of career going, and you're just well. I, he's well. I think he's at the point where he wants out of Philadelphia, and he didn't know any other way than to call his boss a liar. Right now, you know this, and I know this, and DQ. We all sort of know this. Um, the one thing you don't do when you're in the employ of someone is challenge them directly and load the gun for them and give them a reason to fire you. You Correct. don't do that. Right. That is, under no circumstances, is going, you know what? You suck. That's a bad idea. You don't do it. Because, ultimately, you're going to challenge them one time, and they're going to go, no, no, we're not doing this. You're out. And that's, I think he's he's sort of pushing to get out of Philadelphia. And this is, I mean, like you said, this is the nuclear option. You hit the buttons, they call your call the GM a liar, and out he goes. I would They're gonna, they have to get rid of him now. I would and love he knows it. that. I would love it if they just um if they just said no, we're not doing we're not moving him. And they and well, they're, they're they're already kind of doing that because he wants to go play for the Clippers. They and they're did, like, no, we're not doing that. But they did that with Ben Simmons. Yeah. And it took a while and Ben, you know, he didn't play for what, two years? And then immediately gets to Brooklyn and, you know, all of a sudden starts playing again. Look, they, there are malcontents in every walk of life. James Harden is one of them, and you know this. Any team that takes but, him on, you're looking. This is a Bobby Petrino situation. You're looking at four months where it's going to be fine. He's he's an unearned malcontent because mm. like he's not. He can go anywhere he wants, and that team is no closer, probably further away from a right, championship. Right. Right. So he he he, but he he throws leverage around like he's Kevin Durant or Steph Curry, and he is not any of that. And it's just it's completely unearned. He is he he, he is never gonna. He's not even trying to win a ring. He's just trying to get paid. That's the root of all of this. Reading reading the articles mm-hmm. and stuff. No, no, I agree. They promised right. him some money. They're not gonna pay him some money. Now he's pissed. I mean, right. this is all about money. It's so gross. It's uh, so snitch gross. Had, snitch had strippers in Houston on his bingo card. So we are we have our a, winner for the four. Is that a four o'clock bingo? Is that a four o'clock bingo? Wow! I can't believe this, this about is a that. thing. Strippers in Houston. Okay. Didn't have little Joe, but had uh, had strippers in they, Houston. They allegedly hung his jersey in the rafters of one of those clubs. They did. They did. That's what I was. I, look, told. I guess if you, uh, if you donate enough, then you can have a jersey in the rafters. <laughs> Attention, but donors. I just don't like. I I don't know. I mean, maybe there are people in their twenties like, oh man, I love watching James Harden. Really? Re- and now he's re- washed. He's thirty three. He's washed now. Do Do you think? I don't know why I'm thinking about this. Do you think that if somebody in the Razorback or donated enough to the Razorback Foundation that they would hang that person's name in the rafters at Bud Walton? Yes. You do? Okay. Yeah. I don't know what that number would be. I mean, if you I'm pay- not suggesting that this is a new money, you know, a new money stream, but when it pops up up there, just remember where you heard it. I um 
If you donate enough, we'll put a banner in the rafters you, with your name on if it. If you pay for that, like, premium renovation, not like the basic one, the the, mm-hmm. the premium renovation, yeah, they'll put your name up there. Okay. They'll put your name curious. on the court. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, they will. Yeah, they will. <laughs> right. That's right. They'll put your name on the court. Because there are three tiers of this motivation, That's or, or, this renovation. That's the, uh, the, the most expensive one. All right. Zach is leaving because. I am. And I love this. Uh-huh. Um Someone has to lock up down there, so he has to yeah. leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm being thrown out. I love this. <laughs> so, Will, I'll talk with Clay uh, Henry coming up here in a moment on Ruskin and Zach. Stay where you are. You're listening to the Ruskin and Zach podcast brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. Here to help with all your residential and commercial roofing needs. Call Joey and his team at 479-312-7369 or check them out online at unitedrw.com. Join the local conversation on the McClarty Daniel Hotline, 866-285-4005. McClarty Daniel, a vehicle for every lifestyle. Welcome to McClarty Daniel Country. With six giant locations and over 3,000 vehicles, Northwest Arkansas is McClarty Daniel Country. Stop by one of our showrooms today to shop our full lineup of cars, trucks, and SUVs. McClarty Daniel is proud to be your premier automotive destination. Need service? We work on all makes and models six days a week. Plus, our full-service collision center can repair anything from a minor ding to a major collision. Have you visited McClarty Daniel Country? Visit us online at McClartyDaniel.com. Fantasy football season is here, and Buffalo Wild Wings is your headquarters for your draft party. Buffalo Wild Wings has draft kits that include a draft board and player stickers. You won't go hungry with this dine-in fantasy bundle for your draft party. Get 50 traditional wings, 50 boneless wings, two trays of party wedges, party-sized chips and salsa, and a party queso dip, all for only $150. Plan your fantasy football draft party and get more details at your Buffalo Wild Wings in Fort Smith, Bryant, Little Rock, Sherwood, Conway, and Jonesboro. Buffalo Wild Wings. Beer. Wings. Football. All right, we bring in now, uh, and his uh, now uh, we're going to do this. Uh, we've only done it a couple times, but this is our Monday uh, feature here at five o'clock, all through football and beyond. Clay Henry is with us here on Ruskin and Zach. Hi, Clay. Good afternoon. How we doing, team? We're doing we're doing good. We are. I don't know. You probably know we're minus Zach because um, they had to lock up the building down there in Barlin, so he had to get out. So he's <laughs> a, he's he's out of there. So it's just DQ and I for for the hour today. So if if there's nobody else there, then they don't trust him to lock it up, the way I understand it. That sounds right. That sounds right. <laughs> they, That's they, our story. Well, let's, let's stick with it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think I have a key to that place. I'm not sure if I do anymore. I don't know. I've got keys in Surely my car. Surely they've, they've changed the lock since you were there. I would, I would hope so. They, they should for uh, – <laughs> For uh, for security purposes. Now, uh, what is going on with the, the the fire in the hole? Oh, it's uh, they announced today at Silver Dollar City that in 2024, which is just around the corner. Yep. I mean, it's that, that they will uh, have a new ride to replace. They they said they were retiring fire in the hole. Right. But it was just a ruse because really they're going to have a new fire in the hole. Yeah. Fire in the hole 2.0. Yeah. $33 million worth wow. of fire in the hole. Wow. That's an indoor roller coaster of five stories with fake fires. That's what it yeah, is. That's right. Yeah. And you're, you know, the, the theme is that you're getting on the ride and you're going to put the fire, you're fireman, you're going to put it out. Yeah. But yeah. you know what? As many people as they run down that thing, five stories, and they come out, 
They get another set of people and say, it's still burning. we got to go it, back. It says, uh, in, I found an article during the break, Clay, that 25 million people have ridden the, origin, what, the original fire in the hole. And now they've in its never final gotten year. it out. No, it's they've, still going. It's still burning. <laughs> yeah, it's still going in there. Does that sound like fun to you? You know, I've done fire in the hole twice, I believe. I did it once, and I didn't like it. I uh, I just don't like, and I know that is on on the roller coaster scale. That's about as mild as you can get. And it's, I, yeah, I, you're moving pretty slow most yeah, of the time. I'm not. Uh, I'm not a roller coaster guy. I'm not. Did I don't, you, have I don't, you done New York, New York? No, that one's pretty good. Is it? I mean, it's it's kind of a mini. Uh, <clears throat> it's kind of a mini roller coaster. Which, if I'm going to do a roller coaster, it needs to be a mini. Yeah. Yeah, so I have not uh, I've not done that one. I've done um, I I did fire in the hole, but that whole going like straight like I've been I went to uh, the old uh, oh, Six Flags a long time ago, and they have that one where that the slide where you go straight down. I don't like that either. Didn't that, like the, it. the feeling of your stomach up in your throat. That's not. I'm not a fan <laughs> of that. No, but, I'm not. I don't do caves. I don't do. I mean, Devil Den. Devil's Den, yeah. That's that just gives me the heebie-jeebies. Really? You got you to you got to slide through a little crack. Oh well, yeah, what, that part. Yeah, yeah. They can somebody can leave you in there. They, they can. can fix it where you can't get out. I don't I don't do that. I don't have a problem I, with. I caves. barely I barely do airplanes. Really? Yeah. Now I would that that surprises me because you uh you know you you flew uh, private to those games all those years. That's different. Oh, it is. That's different. Okay. That's a so, you never were in the Stevens jet, were you? No, I was not. No, I didn't think so. <laughs> um, there are four captain's chairs in the central part of that, you know, the, those Falcons. And then there's a a bench on one side behind the captain's chair that, like, three can sit. And then there's one more seat that's not really a captain's chair as it gets, you know, narrow back by the, by the head. But I always got a forward... Me and Harry King always got a forward-facing captain's chair. One time I was a little slow getting on the plane, and Dudley or somebody sat in my seat, and I just stood there. And he looked up, and he's like, oh, I guess this is your seat. You're, you've always been, like, first on the plane. And I was like, well, I just didn't think after, you know, 18 years I had to be first on the plane to get my seat. Right. And he went back to the bench area. So, you, I think you, did, did you... Did you bring up the fact you don't like sitting backwards, like on a train? Yeah, or... I can't sit backwards. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Olivia, we're in the same. Yeah. I mean, DQ, sorry. Yeah. The train is weird because, like Jerry Seinfeld said, you feel like you're going back in time. It's just a bizarre experience to be going forward yet facing backwards. I don't know. But, yeah, next year I knew uh, a new addition there at Silver Dollar City. I, pro- I probably will do it once. Yeah. Just to, you know, just to say I did it. Yeah, you know it's it's you, you go up and down five stories inside. That's that's fire in the hole. Is it is it um, is it wrong that I would be more interested? And I've been to Silver Dollar City in years. That I'd be more interested in watching these skilled artisans like the blacksmith <laughs> and the glass blower. Than oh, come doing on. Any of the rides. There's one of the rides up there you can do. It's just a stagecoach. Yeah, I remember. Except the- it tipped over last year. Oh, it, oh, did. it did. Like it two did. years ago, the train tipped over. The train? The tr- no, that no, the stagecoach didn't tip over. The train did. I've been on the train, where the guys like on your left you see trees, and on your right you see trees. Yes, it's a forest. I've, I've, oh, I've maybe you see the stagecoach on the train. Maybe okay. that's it. Maybe you don't go on the stagecoach. The stagecoach 
cuts in front of you and then bad guys get off the stagecoach and come on the train or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, I want DQ DQ going backwards is not fun. I agree. DQ, how do you feel about, like, I went on a bus tour of Savannah one time where, like, a character hops on the bus at one point. How do you feel about this? What do you mean a bus tour of? Like, you, you, they, they take you around, they show you all the historical sites in Savannah, and at one point oh, they okay. stop and, like, a historical See, actor person hops on and does the. After is it like I a went... lady with a long flowing dress or something? Yeah, I think it was a guy who was talking about, uh, you know, in the 1790s yeah. or whatever it was. After I went to Boston, I realized I do not like that i don't I didn't like, think you would i don't like when people pretend that they're in the time period that they're not when they're not like playing in a movie or a play or something yeah yeah when it's real life it's like like like, like you said clay when the when the when the bandits jump on the train or whatever I, you know you know it's it's a little so too too real we, we did the silver dollar city thing years and years ago when our girls were about eight and nine and the you know they've got the saloon deal where they you know, they, it's actually a play. You, you know, you wait in line, you, they fill up the saloon. And, you know, we waited for two shifts of lines to, to get in for the little show, partly because it's summertime in the saloon's air conditioned. So, you know, right. you got 30 minutes of air conditioner and you can get a you can get a soda. And that's what they call it, a soda. And it's like a soda fountain drink, so to speak, in the saloon. Sarsaparilla. And we made it to the front of the line. And when we're standing there, Jean Ann, Beckham, Sarah, and I, they say, Oh, we've got a special table for you. Oh. And so when they, the next time when the line opens up, they take us to a front table. And then this guy leans over and he says, Hey, we're going to pull you up on stage when it starts. And your, your, your cousin Bart <laughs> from Little Rock. And they come out and then all at once I'm bad I'm a bad guy and they make me dance by firing the you know the the cat pistols at my feet <laughs> and the daughters were horrified and I didn't play along I said no that's you got the wrong guy <laughs> and it 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 disintegrated fast and they got me back in my seat and they were not nice I mean they pushed me around but I just didn't think I, I wanted to play along. I didn't dance. <laughs> you did not want to. What, ah. That is not a role you wanted to accept in the theater. I mean, they, uh, wanted the me to, <laughs> they wanted me to dance while they fired the, you know, the cat pistols at my feet. Dance, Bart, dance. <laughs> God, if only so, there was footage of this. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So and I, <laughs> when I sat down, Gene Ann gave me one of those looks. Oh, like you're supposed to dance. Come on. Play along. Come on. Yeah, come on. Just once. I always wondered how those, because, you know, you, you go to these, uh, these these performances and there's, like, you know, people, uh, you know, throwing toilet seats or whatever out there in the, yeah. in the arena. Yeah. Like, how do these people get selected? I've never been, I've never won anything. I got selected. And, you, and I didn't do well. And you didn't want to play along. I did not do well. It just, oh, did, well. It just didn't, you know, I think maybe standing out there through two shifts of people going through maybe, you know, cook me a little bit yeah yeah that makes sense all right you can uh, get in touch with us on the mcclarty daniel hotline at 866-285-4005 and uh you can uh, ask us what we had here's the here's an interesting thing uh, about uh, if we can go to football here for a moment clay uh because uh you know everything in training camp to me feels very 
carefully crafted and handled, and you don't want all this stuff uh, getting out there. But the head coach comes out and admits, you know, wasn't happy with the offensive line. And then, and I don't know if this is a joke text or not, because, you know, sometimes people like to mess with us. Like, hey, we get a text like this. Hey, is our offensive line going to be bad this year or what? And people have that notion in the back of their head simply because the head coach was maybe a little too honest, I guess, in the uh, in the media session on Saturday after the scrimmage. I don't know. I've got a kind of cut to the chase here comment. We got time or we're going to do this after the break? We have plenty of time. Okay. So the the worst thing you can hear after the first scrimmage is that our offensive line stoned them. We got no penetration. The defense should be ahead early in in August. And if if they can't if they can't wreak a little havoc, you're in trouble. You want your defense to dominate, you know, to start the scrimmage. You, if they ought to be, and they are, they're much, much improved in the defensive line, and they're really good at defensive end. This is this is this isn't. I'm not just making this stuff up. This I went and watched the practice Thursday, and they're too deep in in the defensive line, and to me that is music to my ears. Wow. Pretty good. They're going to have a hard time with in practice with these guys, and that's a good sign. Well, that kind of if, makes that makes me think of the age-old question. You know, when you have the Razorbacks scrimmaging the Razorbacks, and one side, well, is it is it this side's really good or that side's not so good? And no, just, and, and it it can be if I mean if if you're if you you don't ever intercept a pass if the you know if the quarterbacks complete every pass, boy, that's a bad sign. It really is, but. By and large, when they're practicing against air and they're dropping passes, you know, that that's a bad sign too. This team looks the part. It is, uh, I think. Now, if you don't, if, if they got the portal and you're a Power 5 team in Arkansas is, and you don't fill your needs in the offseason, well, then you're not trying. Because the portal teams, I mean, the, the Power 5 teams have NIL money they can go get what they need. They can go get a 21, 22-year-old player from a weaker conference, but he's still a good player, and he's out there. You've evaluated him. With, and, but I, I think everybody in the SEC has done this. So it's not like they suddenly jumped light years ahead. They're just the way they're, they should have been all along. It it, it seems like the, the, the portal and the NIL, like, you know, it, it – the good news is you can improve something faster. The bad news, I guess, for coaches is you better improve it faster because now you're everybody else is everybody else is, and you don't really have an excuse as well. You know, three years these guys come along, we don't have three years anymore. You can you yep. can you can microwave your uh, in you know in forty five seconds, boom, you've got a you know you've got replacements to uh, that are hopefully better than the people that left. Yeah, the 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 thing that you have to kind of watch. Is all these guys that are portal, they're they're coming in, and they were starting, wherever they came from. Because if they weren't starting, you wouldn't want them. So they've all been starters, and if you brought in 25, 28, and some of the schools like Arkansas have, and some of these guys aren't starting, you have a chance for things to, you know, to kind of spiral down at, you know, some of those guys. So you want to have it competitive, and you're probably going to play a lot of guys. 
because, you, you know, that's what you have to do to keep them happy. So uh, I think you'll see more guys play, uh, but by and large, you've got more guys that can play. You know, I'm talking about cornerbacks, linebackers, uh, defensive linemen. You, they've been in a situation where they played the same 11 or 12 guys for four quarters because that's all they had. And now they've, they've got some depth, and it ought to really help their defense. Talking with Clay Henry here. Every Monday at 5, we do this here on Ruskin and Zach. We got some, uh, we'll get some uh, questions coming in here on the McClarty Daniel hotline. We'll, we'll pepper those in here as we, uh, as we move along. So 19 days away, and um, it just, um, I mean, it feels like everything is right on schedule. I mean, there's, you know, they're installing stuff. Camp's winding down with school starting up soon. I mean, it seems like everything's right on track right now. That's the feeling I got. And it's, um, you know, I, I saw happy players, happy coaches. Everybody's, you know, they had a few injuries. Um, they lost Sam Mbach. I think that's how you say Mbach, hey, uh, to ACL surgery. So that that's a blow. He was a starter. Yeah. But they have more wide receivers than they've had in a while, in my opinion. They've got guys that can catch. They don't drop it. It's uh, it's it's fun to watch practice. Is the is in in your experience? I think I'm right on this. Is the the next scrimmage the one that really starts to solidify the depth chart for the first game? Yeah, I think so. And you can disqualify yourself with a bad third scrimmage. You know, they've had one, it, it, but it generally. What happens after the second scrimmage, they'll shuffle some guys around. And then you will know after the second scrimmage, okay, I'm a scout teamer. I'm not gonna I'm probably not gonna play because I'm not I'm now not on the first team or the second team. And that's that's when things start to okay, you know, I, I'm I'm just gonna have to I'm not gonna win a position. It it is really hard to earn a position, a starting position after the second scrimmage. You can lose your position with poor play, but it's hard for somebody to beat you out. If, you, if you're if you a starter after the second scrimmage and you do your job, you're probably going to play. It that would, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it totally makes sense. You, you kind of figure out where you are or where you, where you, uh, where you fit into this. It takes poor play to, to kind of fall out of the, the top spot at that point. Yeah. Can do coaches like if you when you know these scrimmages? I guess there's a little bit more pressure on because you know everything's building up to that during the week. Um, so if you have a big day there, do coaches put more kind of stock in that? Because we've seen guys uh, that you know maybe aren't you know lighting up in practice every single day, but man, when there's a little bit more pressure of an actual performance, whether scrimmage, a game, or whatever, that they they can turn it on. Yeah, the, the the old saying is that you want to find the guys in in there are times where coaches have let people into the stands for a scrimmage, especially in the spring, because they they want to create that okay the lights went on we've got people here right um, and to see if that makes a difference with the guy sometimes it does it really sometimes it does especially with kickers sometimes it goes the wrong way. Uh, the pressure, the, the you know, the lights were too bright for that guy, and then you might have to rethink some of your decisions. But it's, uh, yeah, it's 
you, you what you do is in practice you're installing things you're getting ready you're you're practicing that week the stuff you're going to run in the scrimmage so it's not a surprise when you call that play in the scrimmage and they should do well they should know their assignments so if they don't know their assignments because things have gotten too fast because it's a scrimmage and it's live then you then you might have to shuffle some guys around but generally you know who, who who can play before the second scrimmage, and you, you usually get it right. The, the guys that you're putting out there with the first and second team, they're 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 pretty much good. And the other part, uh, Derek, is that you're trying to find out about new guys, freshmen, that you maybe you haven't seen in that situation. Maybe they weren't here in the spring. And is there one of these guys that suddenly is oh he's he's gonna he's gonna be able to help us? But they already know about a lot of them because they were here in the spring. Luke Haas is a starter, tight end, freshman from Bixby. He is a stud. Now, he's he's not as good as the tight end at, at Georgia, you know, the guy that was first-team All-Americans, a true freshman. But this is a guy that's going to play an awful lot, and he's able to, to play, you know, first down, second down, third down. He's not just a we're going to throw it to you guy. Yeah. All right, a question here uh, from Scott on your uh, kind of your impressions, your thoughts on uh, Kenny Guyton, the wide receivers coach, the job he's doing. Yeah, I mean, the I think the wide receivers are, he's he's gone out and found some guys. Um, you know, Hillsdale College, Texas A&M, Commerce, Bowling Green. The, these guys, they all know what they're doing. So I think he's coached them up in a short period of time. Um, I, I I'm pleased with what I see at tight end and. He's also a dynamic recruiter, which is what you have to do to get a portal guy. I mean, you got one. If you're recruiting a high school player, you've got sometimes 18 months to convince them to come to your school. A portal guy, you you got you got one shot. You got a couple of phone calls, and they come to campus, and you either got him or or he's going somewhere else. And for him to bring these guys in at the portal, you can tell he's a dynamic recruiter. Yeah. Uh, another question coming in here, uh, Clay. What weight of rod do you use for trout? Oh, I use all of them. Okay. Um, if I'm fishing little creeks, you know, up in the mountains in Colorado, that may be five feet, you know, wide. I use like a two weight, and sometimes a three weight. And I'm going out behind my house on the North Fork, and I know probably I'm going to catch stalkers. I might use, you know, a three weight. Uh, if I'm Fishing below Bull Shoals Dam, and I think there may be a 22-inch brown, I'd probably use a five-weight. If I'm throwing hoppers, you know, out of my son-in-law's boat, and I'm trying to to zing one, you know, 45, 50 feet underneath a tree limb, I'm probably going to be throwing a six-weight. I can go on and on. Is there a – when you when you cast, is it like when you hit a good drive and you just kind of feel it? Oh, there, there's a – you know, there's a sweet spot in a rod. If you get it to load and it flexes just right and you feel it, usually it's on the back cast. You can feel it load on the back cast and it comes forward and, yeah, you, you smile. And okay. it's, it's like this is, this is good. And there are some rods that don't speak to me, and then there's some that just sing to me. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's there's some I like better, and there's can you can you determine that before are, you go out there? Like, do they speak no, to you in the shop or? No, when I when I'm casting them, and you like you you can have a five weight rod that has a real fast tip that you're probably 
going for distance, and then you have one that's a little softer. I like the softer rods, but I can really, I'm probably uh, a better caster with a fast tip rod. So yeah, this is way too deep, though. That's okay. I mean, it's uh, we're covering and all I've, the bases here. We're I've covering kinda, all the bases. I've gotten to where, you know, there's sometimes, and there's heavier weighted lines, you know, where you can, you know, it helps you load them, and you, you kind of have to know, all right, this rod needs that, this one doesn't need that. So you have some of them that are half-line weight stronger, and I like to play around in the yard with that kind of stuff, yeah. Okay. And uh, then there's then there's the split cane bamboo rods that are like 80 years old that I really love. Chuck Dykus gave me two last week. Really? Uh, I met him at Fayetteville Country Club when I was over there. They were uh, they were George Cole's rods, fly rods, from, handed down from his father. Um, so I, th- I think I got that right. These rods um, are so old and need a little tender loving care. I probably will just put them together and hang them on the rod. It's, I mean, on the wall is art. Yeah. Probably won't cast them. Yeah. All right. But the story behind, you know, you know, I can find some split cane bamboo rods on eBay and they come and you don't know the story behind them. These rods. Got a story. Yeah. And then, you know, I've got some friends that, you know, they don't fly fish, but they, hey, my, we're cleaning out my grandpa's attic and we found this old bamboo rod, you know, split cane rod. This is different than like a, you know, brim cane rod these are you know glued you know, split then glued back together in special you know, the way they used to fish before graphite fiberglass so i've got some rods that are given to me by you know friends that were their dads or grandpas and those they go on the wall i'm not going to fish them this podcast has been presented by bet online thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.